Early Miscarriage. Information for you. Produced by the Royal College of Obstetricians and Gynaecologists. Published in September 2016. This information is for you if you want to know more about miscarriage in the first three months of pregnancy. It may also be helpful if you're a relative or a friend of someone who has had an early miscarriage. This leaflet explains the care you will receive after an early miscarriage has been confirmed. For more information on bleeding and pain in early pregnancy, see the RCOG patient information on bleeding and or pain in early pregnancy. Losing a baby is a deeply personal experience that affects people differently. It can be very distressing and you may need a great deal of support afterwards. You can find further information and support from the Miscarriage Association at www.miscarriageassociation.org.uk and from NHS Choices at www.nhs.uk forward slash conditions forward slash miscarriage. This information covers what an early miscarriage is and why they happen, what you should do if you have had bleeding and or pain in the first three months of pregnancy, how an early miscarriage is diagnosed, what your choices are if a miscarriage is diagnosed, what to expect after a miscarriage and your emotional recovery, about trying again for a baby. What is an early miscarriage? If you lose your baby in the first three months of pregnancy, it is called an early miscarriage. Most women experience vaginal bleeding, but occasionally there may be no symptoms. If this is the case, the miscarriage may be diagnosed by an ultrasound scan. Why do early miscarriages happen? In most cases, it is not possible to give a reason for an early miscarriage. The most common cause is thought to be a problem with the baby's chromosomes, the genetic structures within the body's cells that we inherit from our parents. If a baby does not have the right number of chromosomes, it will not develop properly and the pregnancy can end in a miscarriage. What are my chances of having a miscarriage? Sadly, early miscarriages are very common. Many early miscarriages occur before a woman has missed her first period or before her pregnancy has been confirmed. In the first three months, one in five women will have a miscarriage, for no apparent reason, following a positive pregnancy test. The risk of miscarriage is increased by your age. At the age of 30 years, the risk of miscarriage is one in five, 20%. Over the age of 40 years, the risk of miscarriage is one in two, 50%. Medical problems such as poorly controlled diabetes and lifestyle factors such as smoking, being overweight or heavy drinking. There is no evidence that stress can cause a miscarriage. Sex during pregnancy is not associated with early miscarriage. What should I do if I have bleeding and or pain in the first three months? Vaginal bleeding and or cramping pain in the early stages of pregnancy are common and do not always mean that there is a problem. However, Bleeding and or pain can be a sign of miscarriage. If you have any bleeding and or pain, you can get medical help and advice from your GP or midwife, your nearest early pregnancy assessment service. Details of the unit nearest to you can be found at www.earlypregnancy.org.uk NHS 111, 
Call 111 when you need medical help fast, but it's not a 999 emergency. NHS 111 is available 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, and calls are free from landlines and from mobile phones. Or take advice from the A&E department at your local hospital, particularly if you are bleeding heavily, have severe pain or feel very unwell. How is an early miscarriage diagnosed? An early miscarriage is usually diagnosed by an ultrasound scan. You may be advised to have either a transvaginal scan, where a probe is gently inserted in your vagina, or a transabdominal scan, where the probe is placed on your abdomen, or occasionally both. A transvaginal scan may be recommended as it gives a clearer image. Neither scan increases your risk of having a miscarriage. You may be offered blood tests that could include checking the level of your pregnancy hormone, HCG. If you are bleeding or have pain, a vaginal examination may be carried out. You should be offered a chaperone, someone to accompany you, for a vaginal examination or a transvaginal scan. You may also wish to bring someone to support you during your examination or scan. Some women will miscarry quite quickly, but for others the diagnosis and ongoing management may take several weeks. What are my choices if a miscarriage is confirmed? If your ultrasound scan shows that you have miscarried and nothing remains in your womb, you may not need any further treatment. If the miscarriage is confirmed, but some or all of the pregnancy is still inside your womb, your healthcare professional will talk to you about the best options for you. You may choose to wait and let nature take its course, or to use medicines, or to have an operation. Letting nature take its course, or expectant management of a miscarriage. This is successful in about 50 out of 100 women who choose this option. It can take some time before the bleeding starts and this may continue for up to three weeks. It may be heavy and you may experience cramping pain. If you have severe pain or very heavy bleeding, you may need to be admitted to hospital. You should be given a follow-up appointment about two weeks later. If the bleeding and pain has settled by then, it is likely that all the pregnancy has come away. You will be advised to do a urine pregnancy test one week after this. If it is still positive, you should contact your local early pregnancy assessment service. If bleeding fails to start within 7 to 14 days or is persisting or getting heavier, you will be offered a further ultrasound scan. The options of continuing expectant management, medical treatment or having an operation will then be discussed with you. Taking medication or medical management of a miscarriage. This is successful in 85 out of 100 women and avoids an anaesthetic. You will be given medication called misoprostol, usually as vaginal pessaries, although tablets to swallow may be taken if you prefer. The medication helps the neck of the womb, cervix, to open and lets the remaining pregnancy come away. It will take a few hours and there will be some pain with bleeding or clotting, like a heavy period. You will be offered pain relief and anti-sickness medication. Some women may experience diarrhoea and vomiting. If bleeding has not started 24 hours after treatment, you should contact your early pregnancy assessment service or hospital. After the treatment, you may bleed for up to three weeks. If the bleeding is heavy, you should contact your local hospital. 
You will be advised to do a pregnancy test three weeks later. If this is positive, you should contact your early pregnancy assessment service to arrange a follow-up appointment. If the treatment has not worked, you will be given the option of having an operation. Having an operation or surgical management of a miscarriage. The operation may be carried out under general or local anaesthetic. It is successful in 95 out of 100 women. The pregnancy is removed through the cervix. You may be given tablets to swallow or vaginal pessaries before the operation to soften your cervix. Surgery will usually take place within a few days of your miscarriage, but you may be advised to have surgery immediately if you are bleeding heavily continuously, there are signs of infection, or if medical treatment to remove the pregnancy has been unsuccessful. The operation is safe, but there is a small risk of complications, including heavy bleeding, infection, or damage to the womb. A repeat operation is sometimes required. The risk of infection is the same if you choose medical or surgical treatment. For information on recovering after your operation, see the RCOG patient information on Recovering from Surgical Management of a Miscarriage. What happens to the pregnancy remains? Some tissue removed at the time of surgery may be sent for testing in the laboratory. The results can confirm that the pregnancy was inside the womb and not an ectopic pregnancy when the pregnancy is growing outside the womb. It also tests for any abnormal changes in the placenta, molar pregnancy. Some women who miscarry at home choose to bring pregnancy remains to the hospital so that they can be tested. Options for disposal of the remains will be discussed with you and your partner. I would like to have a memorial for my baby. How do I organise that? Depending on your unit and your own individual circumstances, you may choose burial or cremation. Many hospitals have a book of remembrance. If you would like further information, talk to your doctor or nurse about the options at your hospital. What happens next? Vaginal bleeding. You can expect to have some vaginal bleeding for one to two weeks after your miscarriage. This is like a heavy period for the first day or so. This should lessen and become brown in colour. You should use sanitary towels rather than tampons, as using tampons could increase the risk of infection. If you normally have regular periods, your next period will usually be in four to six weeks' time. Ovulation occurs before this, so you may be fertile in the first month after miscarriage. Therefore, if you do not want to become pregnant, you will need to use contraception. Discomfort. You can expect some cramps, like strong period pains, in your lower abdomen on the day of your miscarriage. You may get milder cramps or an ache for a day or so afterwards. If the discomfort is not relieved by simple painkillers from the pharmacy and you experience the following symptoms, you should seek medical advice from your GP, Early Pregnancy Assessment Service or the hospital where you had your care or call NHS 111. Heavy or prolonged vaginal bleeding, smelly vaginal discharge and abdominal pain. If you also have a raised temperature, fever and flu-like symptoms, you may have an infection of the lining of the womb, the uterus. This occurs in two to three out of 100 women. It can be treated with antibiotics. These symptoms can also indicate that some tissue remains from the pregnancy. 
or increasing abdominal pain and feeling unwell. If you also have a temperature, fever, have lost your appetite and are vomiting, this may be due to damage to your uterus. You may need to be admitted to hospital. What about my emotional recovery? A miscarriage affects every woman differently and can be devastating for her partner too. Some women may come to terms with what has happened within weeks. For others, it takes longer. Many women feel tearful and emotional for a short time afterwards. Some women experience intense grief over a longer time. Your family and friends may be able to help. Talk to your GP if you feel you are not coping. You can find further information and support from the Miscarriage Association, from NHS Choices and from SANS, the stillbirth and neonatal death charity. When will I be able to return to work? When you return to work depends on you and how you feel. It is advisable to rest for a few days before starting your routine activities, but returning to work within a day or two will not cause you harm if you feel well enough. Most women will return to work in a week, but you may need longer to recover emotionally. If so, it may be helpful to talk with your GP or occupational health advisor. What about having sex again? You can have sex as soon as you both feel ready. It is important that you are feeling well and that any pain and bleeding has significantly reduced. When can we try for another baby? You can try for a baby as soon as you and your partner feel physically and emotionally ready. Am I at higher risk of a miscarriage next time? You are not at higher risk of another miscarriage if you have had one or two early miscarriages. Most miscarriages occur as a one-off event and there is a good chance of having a successful pregnancy in the future. A very small number of women have a condition that makes them more likely to miscarry. If this is the case, medication may help. For further information, see the RCOG patient information on recurrent and late miscarriage. Is there anything else I should know? Like anyone else planning to have a baby, you should... Take 400 micrograms of folic acid every day from when you start trying until 12 weeks of pregnancy to reduce the risk of your baby being born with a neural tube defect, spina bifida. You should be as healthy as you can, eat a balanced diet and stop smoking. You should not drink alcohol as this may increase your chance of miscarriage. See the UK Chief Medical Officer's Low Risk Drinking Guidelines, which is available at www.gov.uk forward slash government, forward slash publications, forward slash alcohol, hyphen, consumption, hyphen, advice, hyphen, on, hyphen, low, hyphen, risk, hyphen, drinking. Is there any further information or support that you would recommend? The following resources may be useful to you. The Association of Early Pregnancy Units, AEPU, www.earlypregnancy.org.uk The Miscarriage Association www.miscarriageassociation.org.uk SANS, the Stillbirth and Neonatal Death Charity www.uk-sans.org The National Institute for Health and Care Excellence NICE Guideline on Ectopic Pregnancy and Miscarriage www.nice.org.uk forward slash guidance forward slash CG154 forward slash IFP forward slash chapter forward slash 
about hyphen this hyphen information. NHS 111 service www.nhs.uk forward slash NHS England forward slash about NHS services forward slash emergency and urgent care services forward slash pages forward slash NHS hyphen one 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 dot ASPX Royal College of Nursing Guidance on Managing the Disposal of Pregnancy Remains www.rcn.org.uk forward slash professional hyphen development forward slash publications forward slash pub hyphen zero zero five three four seven The Human Tissue Authority HTA frequently asked questions about disposal of pregnancy remains www.hta.gov.uk forward slash FAQs forward slash disposal hyphen pregnancy hyphen remains hyphen FAQs. A note about shared decision making. If you are asked to make a choice about your care, you may have lots of questions that you want to ask. You may also want to talk over your options with your family and friends. It can help to write a list of the questions you want answered and take it to your appointment. To begin with, try to make sure you get the answers to three key questions if you are asked to make a choice about your healthcare. 1. What are my options? 2. What are the pros and cons of each option for me? 3. How do I get support to help me make a decision that is right for me? Sources and Acknowledgements this information has been developed by the RCOG Patient Information Committee. It is based on the NICE guideline, Ectopic Pregnancy and Miscarriage, Diagnosis and Initial Management, which you can find online at www.nice.org.uk forward slash guidance forward slash CG154. This leaflet was reviewed before publication by women attending clinics in Liverpool, Chester, Prescott, Wrexham, by the RCOG Women's Network and by the RCOG Women's Voices Involvement Panel. A final note. The Royal College of Obstetricians and Gynaecologists produces patient information for the public. The ultimate judgement regarding a particular clinical procedure or treatment plan must be made by the doctor or other attendant in light of the clinical data presented and the diagnostic and treatment options available. Departure from the local prescriptive protocols or guidelines should be fully documented in the patient's case notes at the time the relevant decision is taken. A glossary of all medical terms is available on the RCOG website at www.rcog.org.uk forward slash patients forward slash medical hyphen terms.